Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. Brada, brada, brada. I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Truck goes to the light. <laughs> cool story, bro. Footy pajamas. Hey, genius! It's three. It's two p.m. Central. PG3 Radio. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Get him off big, Freddy. Get him off big. Richard Mulligan. And as I put you down, my pants ripped. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Richard Mulligan, joined by my co-host, Via Satellite, the man that asked the phrase, when you coming home, Josh, I don't know when. Maybe when this whole COVID thing's over, we'll get together then. And best friend, Josh Brawley. Say, hey, Josh. Well, you know we'll have a good time then, Richard Lee. How you doing? <laughs> well. <laughs> How's it going, man? Well. Via satellite, you say? Yeah. Um, this is the That's first. That's kind of a lie? No, well, not a, not a lie. I'm sure there's a satellite carrying the internet signal at some point. I don't know if it's between our houses. Uh, oh my god. I think it's just You're old angel hairs now. Yeah, I think it's just good old JEA fiber that's running. <laughs> good JEA fiber optics here. Look, man. What's going on, man? Well, uh overabundance of caution this week, Josh, because uh my mother uh and stepdad both have caught the COVID and even though it's been a week since I have seen them, uh still a little leery of, you know, well, you're a little leery of coming over. Uh, so far, I haven't had but any. You're, you're absolutely in no way, shape, or form leery of possibly transmitting. <laughs> it's all me being leery, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I don't have it, but I mean, I wasn't. You know. uh, who knows? Who knows? But anyways, uh, uh, we'll 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 caution on the side of caution. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you know. Somebody's got to play the part of the bubble boy. Might as well be me, right? Yeah. Which is funny because it was always you that always joked about me being the sickly one and the one that was. He won't even lick his hand after he shits. (laughs) He's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but yeah. Trying to get adjusted to this whole thing, man. Because um, not only are we doing this for like the third or fourth time ever in the past four years that we've done our show. Like we don't do too many of these remote shows, mostly because you live like literally damn near there. <laughs> like I can almost see your house if it wasn't. Seriously, if the shit hit the fan and like my old lady just pulled a machine gun on me, and I had to seek refuge in your house, I could be uh, like bare feet running. Yeah. You know, because we all know that's faster than shoed running. Yeah. Bare feet running, <laughs> I could be over there and probably, I mean. If, if I was still healthy, probably like two minutes. <laughs> still healthy. <laughs> but like right now? Like right now, probably a good eight minutes to get over there. <laughs> I'd have to uh, stop and get, you know, I'd be winded and my, my hemorrhoids would be flaring up. Trying to be <laughs> popping out more. It'd be awful. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, not only are we doing this for like the third time ever, like we're doing this on brand new computers. Um <laughs> brand new studio area because i uh i we built us a new desk and 
I've got new computers. You keep saying we. Like, I offered my help, but no. you didn't. You was like, no, man. You fucking he manned me on it. And, me, and my, me and my I, wife. I seen, uh, I seen pictures on Facebook and in our little group text and stuff with other people. And, man, right. that shit looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, me and my wife kind of got together and uh, kind of did the thing and got it all put together. Now, we still have to organize the room a little bit, but, dude. It's going to be really nice when you come back. We're going to have all this room that we didn't have before, like table space. And from where from where we started, where we started with just alternate. On my kitchen table. On your kitchen table or on my couch. With the shitty laptop <laughs> and two mics that you literally bought from Fred's right before <laughs> you came over to my house to do the first show. With, and with then we splitter. had to go back to, you had to go back to Fred's during the recording of the show to get some other kind of fucking adapter. <laughs> and there ain't even a Fred's no more, man. <laughs> yeah. If I went there now, there'd just be some kind of weird furniture store. They'd it's be like, like half full shit in there. They're yeah. not even fully open yet. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, man, I, you know, it's just weird where we came from. Also, it's weird that you think about back then, we also, we tried to, we wanted to have more phone calls, so we would put it out like, hey, we're recording, if anybody wants to call, and... Nobody would fucking call. Yeah, nobody would call. We'd get a call every once in a while, but... Well, or they would, but then we would miss it, or the equipment, we always have an equipment <laughs> issue. Well, it also but, it also hurt us that we were hearing ourselves on like a, a, a 15 millisecond delay. <laughs> <laughs> and that was for like the first 50 fucking shows. Yeah. And I remember we, we commented on it more than once after that, after we got all that shit fixed how did we used to manage so weird not hearing an echo how did we used to navigate those waters that would be like trying to do something left-handed and drunk at the same time because (laughs) i mean i swear to you how did we navigate those waters because most of those early episodes it was a three drink minimum at least so i mean go back and listen yeah Yeah. i mean in some cases it (laughs) (laughs) it was a damn mess what it was (laughs) but but yeah i mean we tried to how did we navigate those waters with that delay and that captain mark (laughs) navigated them waters sir that's who navigated uh but man we've got a new we've got a new studio that has uh not seen your face yet which it looks it looks really good man i'll have to give it to my wife she's the one that helped me put all this together she's oh damn i was gonna say i did shave thank you so much then you said my wife and then i I bit on the the jerky there yeah (laughs) But but not only do we have a new studio, man, you've got a you've got a brand new asshole. Not so much. Oh, what? Okay, yeah, so that's you know, because let me tell you something, and I, you know, I, I've said this like I've been asked like about the whole situation and and group messages that you're a part of and yeah. stuff, and and I even told. The people that are in that, I was like, I, I, I kayfabed everybody. I was like, look, I can't say anything right now. I got to wait till the show so I can get it all out and <laughs> at least get, you know, Richard's genuine reaction. <laughs> everything. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just wanted to save the, the material right. because that's right. pretty fucked up that I view everything in life as material. No. We talked to each other earlier today. And, uh, I was just like, no, uh, I need to shut up cause I'm burning through material here. <laughs> and then I said, there's so much I want to tell you that's happened. I haven't told you anything of, about my life right. in the last two weeks. No. And that's extremely odd because like 
we're not bullshitting. We are best friends. Yeah. Like we're just like brothers. And I've been wanting to tell you, but <laughs> the the rule ever since I guess last year it was, yeah. we don't fucking talk unless it's being recorded. So you would have that song. People let me tell you about my best friend. Be like, come on, best friend. Let me tell you about my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Man, seriously apparently my fucking hemorrhoids are on HGH or some shit oh. there because them motherfuckers are failing drug tests left and right for <laughs> PED, son. They are fucking massive. It's, it's, it's not a they, it's a the. It's, the good news Just is, it is, it is one singular hemorrhoid. It's not like a bunch of them or anything like that. Yeah. And um, even though my doctor failed me, Oh. And I say that because I didn't get any kind of flex bands or anything like that. And it, see, the Shit. thing about it was, the thing about it was, he said that he was going to do the internal hemorrhoids with the flex bands, and that's how you get those. Yeah. And blah blah blah. Right. Well, turns out there's no internal hemorrhoids at all. It's just the one, and it's extremely external like it's like i got a fucking crayola crayon hanging out my fucking ass oh, you know like when my dog used to eat the bologna strings and it's just hanging there yeah. By the inch. yeah and you had to rip it out yeah well no that's the thing <laughs> he just left it like i said the motherfucker's he on steroids he didn't do nothing for it he, apparently he, he basically what he told my wife was i couldn't do shit about it because <laughs> It's out. I thought maybe there was some that were in, but it's just the one. Wait, wait, wait. And it's really fucking big. So he was going into asshole surgery blind? Like, he didn't just go, hey, bend over, let me look at it one good time. Well, look, I didn't want to get, like, into super specifics, but whenever I went to do the uh, consultation and stuff, like, my asshole was so tender, like, he, he couldn't even get a thimble of his pinky in there. I mean, it was just, he was just like, look, I'll Let just, alone I'll his dick. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, he got it in eventually. I'll just uh, do the surgery. And look, I didn't want to say anything about this part of the surgery as well, but he also did some other stuff. I had to drink some magnesium citrate. Some wine. (laughs) Light some candles. Shit my guts out. And he was going to do a a colonoscopy on the lower part of my colon to make sure that because I've had the hemorrhoids for so long, make sure there wasn't any kind of cancer or polyps. Yeah. Or anything like that, because I've been bleeding for so long, you know, but good news, nothing totally normal in that aspect. It's just fucking, it's just that fucking strong ass dick root grapevine (laughs) coming out my ass, man. So just causing me. And and the funny part of it is like, you know, after uh, the procedure or whatever, They they call whoever's there, you know, whoever's your handler for the day, <laughs> whoever's your driver. And, uh, you know, I got out to the car or whatever after the thing was over. And my wife, she says, the funniest shit ever happened. And I was like, what are you talking about? She said, when the doctor called, she said, the, the literal, she talked to my doctor. And he said, uh, she said that they had to give you twice the amount of a normal human being's uh, Demerol <laughs> or uh, Dipravan to get you to, to be knocked out. <laughs> I said, That's awesome. This is fucking surprised me. <laughs> we listened to episode 86 of your podcast or whatever one it was. Oh, man. 
So yeah, twice so, the amount of a normal human being to get me to knocked out. And I wondered why they kept talking to me and asking me all these weird fucking questions, like when I was supposed to be going to sleep. And the the nurse, she kept kind of like looking me in the face and talking to me, right? Right. <laughs> and then the doctor, like who's got all this shit on and and who's going to be doing it? He finally kind of like pushes the nurse to the side, start, looks me in the face and starts asking me all these weird questions. And we talk for like, you know, what seemed to be like 20, 30 seconds. Yeah. I guess he was in disbelief I was still awake. <laughs> <laughs> we have given time. this man enough that it killed Michael Jackson. And he is still, he is still doing long division. That is the shit that, that got Mike or whatever. But, um... Like, I knew when they were doing it. Like, I knew when they were gassing me because my fucking hearing got all weird and shit. It was like <laughs> I started hearing, like, a humming noise. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine what that what will happen to your hear when it starts drowning out those inner thoughts. <laughs> Dude, I know. It, it, I started hearing this fucking crazy-ass humming noise, but I was totally alert. Like, <laughs> I was, they, like I said, after I started hearing the humming noise, I talked to these motherfuckers for like a minute. <laughs> so that so, was the second time I got in uh, hemorrhoids. Damn, y'all hear that humming noise? Anyways, man, when I was humming like a sun bitch now, I don't know what. I'm, y'all ain't got nothing for that. You can give me before I go to sleep, dude. <laughs> no, actually, that's supposed to be the thing that puts you to sleep. <laughs> Well, damn, I don't even want to go to sleep. That's annoying as a motherfucker. Just sounds so, like somebody humming in the key of like an F sharp. <laughs> I thought I was having a stroke before they put me to sleep. I was like, why is it humming like a son bitch? You know, I didn't get it. But apparently that was them like putting it to me, you know, trying to get me to go on out. And uh, he gave me a folder. He handed me a folder before i was wheeled out of there yeah literally they didn't get me into the operating room until like maybe 10 45 and i was texting my aunt as we were on the road at 11 45 i'm headed back home now everything's fine yada 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 right and um so i mean that tells you and i had to wake up and i had to eat and i had to go take like a shit <laughs> wait did the uh did the doctor finally just get frustrated and go i got this nurse and then put you in a sleeper hold <laughs> no they just kept giving me more fucking <laughs> fucking go to sleep go to sleep motherfucker i'm gonna work on your asshole i got eight other people waiting on you the anesthesiologist was a big burly motherfucker he just got me in a rear naked and put me out he's like, you wake up. Just, just hurry up he just said Patch. He just said, fuck this and put a hand over your mouth and nose. <laughs> it's all right. We'll get him breathing again. But they gave me a fucking folder, you know, like after, as I was being wheeled out. Right. And it, said, it, we're it, sorry it, about your asshole. <laughs> sorry, man. We couldn't, we couldn't do anything for when you. When you said that it was just like so bad, I, for some reason, I just, I imagine a doctor coming out sweating. Coming out of the operating room, going up to your wife, snapping off a bloody rubber glove and going, his asshole was too far gone. <laughs> There's nothing we could do. <laughs> that is a well-established route in his ass. <laughs> We're going to have to get a lumberjack this <laughs> So they give me the folder and I'm wheeled out. And look, like, like I said, they had to give me 
twice the amount of a normal person or whatever, right? Yeah. So you figure I'd be loopy as a son of a bitch yeah. whenever I get wheeled out. Dude, hand to God, I could have drove myself home. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it was like I was normal. Or like, it's weird. Like, I don't know if I need that kind of shit in my life to make me make my head level but yeah. <laughs> yeah you might be getting into the michael jackson territory it's like just so much stress in your life man it was after i did my third drip bag of the day that i just thought fuck man you're in this deep no yeah. like seriously i don't know what it was but i came home had a couple beers it was all fucking good <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to drink on anesthesia. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny. All they would comedy show. Come on. <laughs> what would have been funny is if your doctor would have called me and like Richard, none of this stuff's knocking him out. What did you use? A lot of alcohol. <laughs> uh, actually, it was a, a better part of a fifth of Evan Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I think a little That's bit of. Secret. I think you also had some fireball that night and whatever you brought with you. <laughs> I had uh, a half pint of Gentleman Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now looking back on it, it isn't so crazy that you passed out. Yeah, and vomited sitting straight up and fucking collapsed like a building. <laughs> but that that elusive folder that I keep talking about, yeah, it, yeah. it had my, um, my referral to the new doctor. Right, the new doctor that's going to be the asshole tamer. He's going to. <laughs> well, he's he's going to try. See, we're already fucking up. We're already fucking up. We keep saying he. Oh. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No, sir. It's a she. And- Shit. <laughs> <laughs> something son <laughs> that's the way that i entered that that fucking uh that room that, that she was going to be coming into but i'll get to that in a minute all right the fucking folder not only contained the referral to her which this is on uh last thursday yeah right the referral said that i had to be in her office monday at 2 30 it wasn't Mr. Bradley. Can you take off of work? Blah, blah, no, blah, blah. no it was you be in her office at two thirty. Yeah, you're lucky. Monday. You're lucky she's looking at your broke ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I took it as like there was going to be a camera crew from National Geographic. Oh. Fucking like, you got to see this fucking asshole. National Geographic. Yeah, it's so like get a rare <laughs> spider monkey living in there or something. <laughs> The roots are still well established. There was actually Amazonian <laughs> tribes. <laughs> we really cannot do anything to your hemorrhoid as it is It is uh, the habitat for an endangered species of llama. So microbiologists need to study your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's registered National Historical Society. <laughs> no, no. We'd had to get a permit to do this, this work, and frankly, the... The courthouses ain't open this time of day. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, that asshole, that Browley man, is up in line with a damn bald eagle. You cannot <laughs> do anything to harm it. It's fucking historical, son. <laughs> no, seriously, like, the goddamn folder, it's got the referral for her and then an itemization of what he did to my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Looked at asshole, said, what the fuck? 
<laughs> turned off the gas. Informed patient's wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it. It had you know like uh, step by step, <laughs> like what they did and all that. It even said some shit about vacuuming out some. Oh shit. <laughs> Residual shit in my colon and stuff. It's like, damn, man. You had to put all that shit in there? Yeah. It's like, no, sir, you put all that shit in yeah. <laughs> Sir, you need to chew your food 22 times before you swallow, too, by the way. Yeah. It had all that shit, man. Uh, and then it had something else in there. Brother, and I'm I'm going to burn this motherfucker after I tell you this, like I was a goddamn James Bond agent or something. <laughs> right. But it had four pictures of literally my asshole <laughs> with the hemorrhoids sticking out. <laughs> Dude, seriously. If my asshole had a fucking Facebook profile picture, <laughs> this motherfucker would be it. It is that close up. <laughs> you ought to make a Facebook page with just your hemorrhoid. That thing got a hemi. <laughs> oh, that thing got a hemi in it. <laughs> Dude. And like I, I literally started looking at it whenever I was I was riding home. Right. And like I said, I felt normal or whatever, but like you know, I'd be lying if I said I didn't feel just like a tad bit loose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like somebody just know. sucked out my asshole with a vacuum and took pictures of it. <laughs> yeah. Felt used. But I seen it and I was like, what the fuck? I was looking through all my documents and stuff and I said, what the fuck is <laughs> that? Looks like the, that looks like when you take a bite of a banana, like the inside of the, the middle of the banana, the yeah. way that looks, that's old familiar asshole. <laughs> <laughs> And had that root hanging out of it. I was uh, like, shit, that is my hemorrhoid profile. Right. And, you know. Could you just see like your I, sad balls hanging beside it? <laughs> or no, did, did they I, tuck those back? This son bitch was close up. Like like I said, it was a, a glamour <laughs> shot of this motherfucker. <laughs> it had like one of them Jesse the Body Ventura boas and shit. <laughs> Took its left hand and put it under its chin. Had a pearl necklace, ironically. Yeah. <laughs> well. That was that, that's from all that's from all the rest stops <laughs> dude so i show up monday uh you know i gotta take off of work again right and all that and and i'm having to tell these motherfuckers yeah, I was gonna my, say. Asshole, my asshole's a fucking bitch okay, they didn't... <laughs> i'm having to go to the doctor for this motherfucker all the time they were, so you had to have the conversation didn't you just get your asshole yes it didn't work it didn't work it was too much was too much of it there uh, so, so anyway, <laughs> I got I show up Monday, and like I've I've had like literally five different conversations with various people in my fucking work, right. you know, like a few office people that I report to, and then like just a couple co workers, you know. Right. I'm tired of telling this fucking story, <laughs> you know? and I think there's too many people that know the ongoings <laughs> of my fucking bowel movements right. and how they feel. Am I just <sighs> asshole in general? Like you come out of the bathroom and Brenda from down the halls, like you okay, Josh? How you <laughs> Is it alright if we add you to our prayer chain? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, so it's okay now. The tally is fucking Luke from General Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Flair. Rick Flair and Josh's hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, dude, I show up Monday and it was like an episode of fucking Silk Stockings or something. Dude, I, I'll be there. I mean... I'd let you punch me in the face if I'm lying right now. If I was to say that the goddamn hottest doctor. <laughs> we jinxed you. We so jinxed you. The absolute hottest fucking doctor that I have ever seen. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Sorry, I had to plug my fucking computer in. Shit always fucks up. <laughs> you know? Jiggle the handle, motherfucking bullshit. Is what happens with us? Well, everything's fine on this end. I know. Just, anyways. Steering. Literally, this this fucking woman is like so fine. Yeah, she is intimidating. All right, like, you don't have to say her name, but I've got a, You've got our computer here pulled up on your end. Just uh, Google search the place that she's from, like the clinic, and just type in the clinic and her name. I want to see what I want to see what the this asshole is really weird. I'm trying to tell a story. <laughs> I just want to see what your asshole wrangler looks like. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. But uh, while you're doing that, I'm going to say we did, we did, uh, we did kind of jinx you because the other day I was listening back to it, which was a very funny episode last week. Uh, I think it's 173. Uh, we had on Whitey Jenkins, and then later on Gene Jackson called in, uh, but. Yeah, man, we jinxed you by playing the. She's got a keynote speech on this one. <laughs> now look, this is just a stock photo. That's her. Yeah, that's her. But we'll find her Facebook. Like... <laughs> Can we read some of her uh, some of her accomplishments no, here? Absolutely not. I'm not. I'm not going any further because God knows what the fuck could happen. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> We'll just call her the bullet. Hold on. Can we just say that uh, she worked in the U.S. Air Force, <laughs> serving in Africa, South Korea, the good one, and uh, Nellis Air Force Base in Nevada. And still, and still, your asshole is the biggest mystery she's ever seen. <laughs> Dude, God damn it. Let's get off this son of a bitch. Uh, all right. I just want to see what... I, I want to see the the actual... You said that wasn't a good look. I just want to see what she looks oh, like. God. So go ahead. Fair. Tell the story. I'll I'll do all the looking. I'm listening. Go ahead. No, I don't trust that you'll listen because I I'm know... Listening. I'm listening. I'm listening right now. Task at one time. I know that, that that can't happen. But no, I'm listening. I'm, I'm doing two tasks at once. Just please continue. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> I do this every oh, week. So anyway, I'm, go ahead. I'm listening. But like I said, I'm I'm in there. I showed up and and I show up knowing that the Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> well no. I, I show, show up, up knowing, knowing that the previous extremely professional doctor uh -huh. that, that I've been to literally told me in so many words 
I can't do shit with that ass. Like, it's so out of control. Right. I got to send you to this person that specializes in out of control asses. And she just so happens to be fine as a motherfucker. <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to give you the Iggy. And, like, yeah. this is a clinic of six different doctors, right? Yeah. She is the only woman. Oh, yeah. Of course. So, but... So you go, in, about, you go in on Monday. My thing about this is, you know, I'm not trying to be sexist or anything like that, right. but I know it's it, it's going to sound weird, uh-huh. but I would much rather like a, a guy. <laughs> oh, I'm sure the, you would. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, I would much rather it be like a, a just a, just a regular man that I'm I'm just going to tell you my problems and you handle them and then we'll get out of here and we're not going to talk too much. <laughs> but then whenever a fucking like like I said devastatingly fine woman walks in <laughs> Did and you-, you know what she's about to do and it's not fucking favorable at all like it's it's unflattering. Like yeah. I'm the type Richard when I'm around a woman like and and I'm trying to be interested or, or you know what I mean? Just in a situation in general. Yeah. I'm trying to be like, kind of like a macho type. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to show a, a woman that I'm weak. I mean, that's just uh, maybe a flaw or yeah. whatever, but that's just the way I am. You know what I mean? Right. No, and there is nothing more demasculating than somebody <laughs> diddling with your butthole and telling you that you, oh my God, you have all these problems. I'm going to have to, I'm just going to have to cut this son bitch out with, the, you know, it's like, God damn, man, I got to put all these ointments on my ass. And shit. I'm trying to be like, can you imagine macho man, Randy Savage? Be like, yeah, brother. Uh, uh, you ain't got one of them donuts. I can sit down. <laughs> yeah, brother. Uh, yeah. I want to get blood on my tights. You know what I mean? Like, it's just fucking, it's really demashed. How about we skip so, the elbow drop tonight? I might burst the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, this fine motherfucker walks in. I got a bigger right? picture here pulled up, too, by the way. And you're making me extremely uncomfortable. Well, let, let, look at her while you tell the story. <laughs> I, I am. That's in the, I'm, uh, I'm, look her in the, uh. I'm, I did. You I, were I hoping it'd be this guy, wasn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we ain't got a video, che- video yeah. deal going on right now. But yeah, like, you know, and and she's like, um, so what we got going on today? And, <laughs> like, I'm telling you, as soon as she walks in the room, because in this picture that you're showing Look me, at this one, though, Josh. <laughs> it could be worse. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. She was like, but, she might have been Miss Tennessee at one point. I know. Well, after winning Miss Tennessee. I, I, I got to, like, do something with your butthole, right? Like, so after winning, Miss Tennessee, after winning Miss Tennessee, I just found a hemorrhoid surgery was my passion. <laughs> you know, I like going in and clip the little thingies off and, you know, like, cauterize them so they don't bleed or wear. Play with my patient's like, balls. I mean, <laughs> is that what you're afraid of? No, she might see your like dick said, and balls. <laughs> picture, that, picture that you're showing me of this of my the bullet, my doctor. Yeah, like this woman's lost like I don't know 15, 20 pounds at this point since and this picture. 
Yeah, and like she had her hair all different, like all fucking like <laughs> six white white snake uh, <laughs> fucking uh, is this love? Yeah, trying to contain on the damn hood and shit. Because dude, when she walked in to the fucking the like I said, I'm sitting in the room when she walked in, like I was like boom boom God almighty. <laughs> I'm looking over at my wife like, are you looking at me or are you just looking at her too? Hold on, hold on. Can I play the music that was playing whenever she walked in the room? Please. All right, so... so, so, That's right. All right, set the scene. Set the scene. So I'm sitting there, and literally, man, she's like a fucking true diva. She leaves me in that son of a bitch for like 30 minutes, and and I'm waiting, and, and I know how many people has walked in before me, and it ain't that many. So it's like, okay, what are we dealing with here? I know you, I know. Football season <laughs> you know? is here. Oh, hold up. And so- Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> this motherfucker don't got YouTube red, this son of a bitch. Because <laughs> I hear them ads. <laughs> <laughs> and I know this ain't the video. Hold on. This song? This Was this the song that played? I'm sitting there, you know, 30 minutes, bored as a motherfucker. And then all of a sudden she comes in. Like, like I said, 15, 20 pounds dropped from the picture you showed me. <laughs> they're all, they're all like, don't have the shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, my God. <laughs> and she said, <laughs> when she seen it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I just I was just thinking, I was like, how funny would that be? So your wife, she didn't see your face when she walked in? Oh no, she was looking at her too. She's like, God damn. <laughs> you don't touch a thing on his asshole. <laughs> We're getting bitch. She started calling her bitch. Like, your hey, wife just aggressive. She's she's not trying to pick up on <laughs> Your wife just tackles her, starts whipping her ass. She's a pussy. Like <laughs> Well, she's a girl, and so are you. Why are you talking that way? <laughs> 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 Fuck that bitch. She's so, a pussy. So how long into your diagnosis before you started hitting on her? Dude, like I said, I hear the music when she walks in, and then she literally sits down, and you mentioned she's part of the service and all that. She She's a, uh, a veteran. Yeah. And all that, and like... She's really direct, and I'm still hearing the music. And she said, uh, so uh, what are you here for? Or she said, no, she said, uh, what do we got going on today? And like, I was like, your eyes. <laughs> my ass. I'm sorry. My ass. Your eyes are going to be on my ass in a minute. Now I'm just depressed. Your eyes. <laughs> I'm serious. She had me fucked up, man. And she literally told me, she, she said, um, I said, I got this folder here uh, that I brought. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, all my info. And you might have a picture of my asshole or two. <laughs> <laughs> so you tried to show and, your doctor, your hot doctor, a picture of your own asshole. Pretty much. Pretty much. And Won't you check she, out page eight, see if there's anything you like, sweet thing. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, uh, uh, she said, doctor, uh, I'm not going to say his name on this fucking show. Cause yeah. He was a good dude. He just couldn't help me. Yeah. I mean, he did help me by doing the colonoscopy and whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm down selling that part, right. but anyways, uh, 
she said, uh, yeah, he already faxed me over all the reports. She uh, just wanted you to tell her like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, she said, uh, but those pictures, those are of the internal. I need to see the external. And I said, well, shit, that's really direct. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> she said, uh, and by the way, I was already instructed by her uh, flunky, her associate. Right. Like, it comes in and gets the blood or, you know, the uh, blood pressure and all that. Like, uh. Just strip down from the bottom. Uh, <laughs> put this around yourself. It's like a fucking paper. <laughs> I'm like Winnie, po- Winnie the Pooh in the fuck out of everything. Yeah. I have a damn uh, <laughs> have a fucking Columbia. You were Donald Ducking it. Yeah. <laughs> like Winnie the Pooh in, with the fucking Columbia fleece on and shit. Like a jacket and everything. Atlanta Braves fucking hat and shit. Like I'm... I'm all business from waist up, but I, I even took my fucking socks off. Like, bitch, <laughs> I, I got ass fucking naked from the waist down. I don't even wear a toe ring in that motherfucker. <laughs> Wasn't a tube sock in that sandwich. But, like, I'm just sitting there, and she's like, go ahead and roll over on your belly for me. I said, whoa. Like she was just really direct, you yeah. Know? And like I said, whenever it's somebody really fine like that, yeah, I get that goddamn mistress vibe or something like the damn dominatrix thing or something. Yeah. But either way, I'm gonna tell you what, dude. I'll definitely meet my fucking deductible, <laughs> making up excuses to go to the doctor. It just hurts again. Can you shove your finger up there again? Anyway, maybe I can take my pants off around you. One more time. <laughs> And like she files some shit. She's like, look, if you don't stop calling me sweet thing, you're not going to be allowed back in. Like, I don't even know why you think that's, that's cool or whatever, you know? And like, dude, it literally though, whenever she said, roll over on your belly, Mr. Browley, let's look at this thing. Like everything changed. I went, (laughs) dude, everything changed. I went, like I said, from like Macho Man Randy Savage, yeah, fucking Gold Dust or some shit. I was like, so, but I was like a scared gold, you know, or like right. James Ellsworth <laughs> or something, you know, all scared and shit. So, uh, uh, is this okay? Like, no, uh, pull that left knee up towards your chest. <laughs> is that what she said? Yes, I was like in a fucked up ass yoga position before it was all said and done. Was you was you afraid you were gonna fart? No, oh. it's just like. <laughs> You know, I felt like I was being violated or something. Like, she's like, I said, is this good? Because I'm already on my belly and I got yeah. my leg like to the side and shit. Like I'm trying to go to sleep. Was you trying? <laughs> but she's like, go ahead and pull that left knee up towards your chest. <laughs> yeah, that's like, good. Shit. Just like that. Do it slower. <laughs> I do that. And I'm in this all fucking playgirl ass pose and shit. <laughs> She starts doing what she's doing or whatever. She's like, yep, definitely external. I'm like, you knew that, bitch. You can say that. Why do we have to go through all this shit? Like, I don't want to accuse you of wanting to look at my asshole, but that just feels suspicious, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like a little much. So yeah. like you could already see it. Like I said, it's poking out. It so, ain't hiding, I ain't hiding shit. Naked from I'm the like waist the, down. I'm you... like that fucking maverick that, that goes into Walmart with the goddamn gun on his hip. You know, <laughs> the cowboy had him. I'm like, well, that's, 
That's not that's not timely saying as our Walmart had a shooting today. <laughs> oh, damn, why are you gonna do that? <laughs> and he didn't well, have it on from what I understand. Yeah, apparently he had his Diddle. gun in his pocket. Well damn, I was talking about wearing it in a holster with a cowboy hat. Well you would have been smarter than this dude. <laughs> <laughs> he he went in there like Plexico Burris. Oh man, you bringing up some old shit. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the question. You're laying on your stomach naked from the waist down and she tells you and she no, she tells you to pull that leg up were you were you thinking all right i gotta get my balls out of the area <laughs> dude I, I ain't gonna lie man that, like that was the last thing on my mind so your balls like, were just probably just hanging off the table <laughs> look like an old hog trying to go to the slaughter <laughs> <laughs> defeated as hell yeah just fuck it. Just all balls hanging like a son of a bitch. Just all oh, fuck it. It's uh, done. I'm done. So, but so what was got, the prognosis? I felt, done. I felt done after I left her office because, like, she gave me all this literature and shit, and she told me, Mister Browley, you're probably gonna hate me for a couple of weeks after I do this operation. <laughs> this is one of the most painful operations that you can have. Damn. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like. That sucks. That really <laughs> fucking sucks. But she said, but she kept saying, you know, she was like, when she would say something like that, but you're already in a considerable amount of pain anyways. So, so, I guess it, you know, so fuck it, right? Yeah. I'll just, I'll get wild in that motherfucker. <laughs> when I'm you're going to have pain anyways. Uh, yeah. I'll just get crazy. I might even do some weird <laughs> shit. Might do, a, might do the crane kick on the son of a bitch. <laughs> might, might do some experimental. Might get a damn uh, uh, CA to do the son bitch while we're doing it. <laughs> maybe, maybe grab the tip of it see how far I can pull it out. <laughs> just with my bare hands. Let's see how far we can stretch it like some silly buddy before we cut it off. Like, dude, I just I felt defeated because I said, is there anything? Because at this point, I'm in the office Monday. Yeah. I haven't got, but maybe like four to five hours of sleep every night from Friday night at that point. Like I, I kept waking up, I'd be in pain and all this shit. And like the other doctor, he didn't give me anything. He didn't give me no, no kind of ointment or nothing. So I asked her, I said, is there anything that you give me to like numb this shit up? Or, <laughs> you know, or you know what? That's how you try to throw out, are you married? You know, like what your husband gives to you on your honeymoon? Oh, you ain't married, sweet thing. Well, <laughs> what are you doing after this? <laughs> she literally just looked me right in the face and says, well, I give you some lidocaine ointment. That's probably not going to help you at this point. <laughs> That's not all I can do for you at this point. I'm like, That's cold as hell. Yeah. Like, and literally... I'm having to wait until January the 5th to get this shit done. It's my wife's birthday. <laughs> huh. One makes the great sacrifice. And then one's gets the great reward. It's funny how the world works. Huh? I do think it's funny because we just said, I just like, that's my I wife's birthday. It, al yeah. it always is funny when you say something serious to somebody, you're like, man, January 5th is the day that this something happened. And it's like, hey, that's my wife's birthday. <laughs> or, hey, my cousin was born on that day. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but I, it's it's kind of sad, really, why I'm having to wait. Because, like, um, pretty much, I had to wait because I, 
I, mean, I would be off at two weeks. Yeah. So before January the 5th, I think we're going to have to put a few episodes in the back. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> because I'm going to be heavily medicated for the next two weeks after January the 5th and probably won't be an authentic show. <laughs> <laughs> My opinions might be really extreme from one way or another. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, might want to put a few episodes in the bag for uh after january the 5th uh, but i'm having to wait because i don't have any more vacation time and my fucking vacation doesn't start until january and i get three weeks so i'm just going to use two of those to be off and nurture my butthole uh, and that's gonna great- suck Cause then you got to go through a fine removed. Then you got to go through a whole year with no vacation and time and I no. Know, and I'm like, dude, I got a week for like <laughs> fucking 11 months. I get pissed off real good and want to take a Friday and a Monday. I'm screwed. Cause I want to do more. <laughs> like this is some bullshit. Cause my ass wanted to act a fool. Right. Uh, that's. But man, my ass has been acting a fool since like, like I said, like 2011. I'm done with this shit. Like, uh, Dr. Stern eyebrows kept telling me, look, you're already in pain anyways. You know, we're, we'll just wait and we'll do the right thing. Like, oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> when you Whatever. said Dr. Stern eyebrows, I don't know why I thought about uh, the dad from American Pie. Was the first person. <laughs> well, what's your... had some fucking Sasquatch eyebrows. That wasn't Stern at all. I don't guess I know what the meaning of Stern is. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> All right, well. So how big was his penis? <laughs> well, why is it always your go-to? Yeah, I can't answer that, Josh. But I can tell you how how big the deals are over at P3 Radio Tees, and some of the greatest things over there are our shirts. And Josh, if they go to tinyurl.com/p3radiotees, what is something that they can hope to find there? Well, first and foremost. If you're going over to the tinyurl.com slash p3radiotees, you're going to want to look for that cover art shirt because I'm telling you, that's a dead sexy ass shirt. And if you wear that, that's a guaranteed pussy magnet. And <laughs> Freddy's Front Yard Slaughterhouse might want to go chop up some, some veal in your front yard. You know, fucking get that slaughterhouse gimmick going on. And we got an ECW fame t-shirt, uh, P3 Radio with the cool design, you know, get you going back in the 90s whatever your fucking t-shirt pleasure is you're going to find it at tinyurl.com slash p3 radio tees go there right now tinyurl.com slash p3 radio tees the official t-shirt maker of p3 radio I'm going to give myself an A for that one. <laughs> Unless Josh isn't here with us anymore. No, I, I literally did that. Oh, okay. You did what? <laughs> I started the fucking song. Oh. I'm doing my hair like that guy. <laughs> well, that's kind of what your ass looks like right now. <laughs> is that guy on the left cross side in this video or is i feel like he's looking at two things at once 
might have been fucked up for the photo shoot. <laughs> Some word up by Cameo. And Josh is giving us his word up about his asshole. <laughs> we almost made the whole episode just about your asshole. I told you it was going to be heavily. <laughs> Man, I'll be honest. I've been sitting here, it, you know, your, your pain. I mean, I feel bad for it, but, um, I do feel like a little bit like my tears are your nectar. Yes. <laughs> no, I do feel like this is taking me away from some things because like I said, you know, I brushed over it, you know, uh, we were supposed to record this show like two and a half hours ago. Yeah. And, um, and I remember I looked at you and I sent you a message and I said, Hey man, I'm going to need some time to just get my headspace cleared. Uh, my stepdad called right before I, right before we were going to record and said, Hey, we're, uh, we're, you know, I'm calling the ambulance for your mom. She says she can't breathe. So like, I think she was just having a panic attack because her oxygen levels and everything are fine. But I tell you, man. The one thing that scared me the most about this whole ordeal, it wasn't me getting it or my wife getting it because we're in like high traffic areas anyways. It was my mom and my stepdad getting it, you know, especially because they're a little older. He has some health problems. So it's like this whole night I've been like just a wreck. So this has been like a welcome getaway, you know? Yeah, man. And we've always said this show's kind of like therapy to us in a way. So. You know, I, I knew like if we was to get on here and start talking and stuff, you'd you kind of feel a little better. I mean, obviously you're not going to be feeling well, extremely better about right. the situation, but at least you can kind of escape it a little bit. And yeah, it's a fucked up deal, man. And there's so much uncertainty about everything that's going on. But like, is she going to be okay? Yeah, I mean, from they had told her to go to uh, it's a. It's a convenient care place here. It's called convenient care. Uh, And so when she got there, they had already closed. So they had to double back and go to another hospital, another doctor's office that was opened uh, because they were like, look, you can sit in the ER and just have a panic attack if that's what's happening. Or you can go to like a clinic and they can actually look at you. So, um, I mean, I'm just waiting to hear, you know, now (laughs) these days, you know, here's the sad thing. He's like, I don't have COVID. So I had to wait outside my mom's house in my car while, like, she didn't want me to come anywhere near the house. She didn't want me to, not even to come over. So it was like I had to wait outside in my car with the car running while an ambulance sat outside my mom's house with the lights on. And crazy. I mean, it's just the you know, like I said, thank God you know, you know her, her levels and everything were fine. So it's like, okay, I know that it's a panic attack, and I couldn't imagine not being able to, you know. I've went through that when I was younger too, where you can't catch a deep breath. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. oh man, you feel like you just feel like, and every one of them feels worse because it feels like you're trying to breathe even deeper, but it's just scary, man. Like not being able to go in, not being able to know what's going on. My stepdad, when he takes her to the doctor, he has to sit outside in a car and he's got it too. So like he's kind of miserable right now as well. So it's just, and he's having to drive around and yeah. all that shit. I can't imagine. It's just, it's a, oh man, it's just such a screwed up time. But, you know, speaking of which, you know, we talked about this off the air. Um, my, uh, my wife, she has, she's a first responder. I guess I can say that she's said it here before, but, uh, she's a first responder and they told her 
that the vaccine will be available for them next week. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on like, um, well, an article in particular this morning on Yahoo, uh, Yahoo News or whatever. Like um, they were saying that so many of them were being flown and they were having to be flown like uh, via commercial flights and they're having to be flown with these like 15,000 pounds of dry ice because they have to stay a certain temperature like, you know, until they're given, I guess. So they had to, uh, they're starting off delivering them in Chicago and going on down the line, man. And, um, Maybe that's like the first step to uh, normalcy, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, once she gets it and she, you know, starts going through with whatever it is that she has to go through, because she said it wasn't just a one-time thing. You had to go back twice. Like, you do it once and you come back. Uh, so maybe, and I think there's some time that has to pass in between the two shots. Uh, but once maybe she gets both of them, maybe we have her on, talk to her and see what the process is like. Cause I know a lot of people out there have some misconceptions or. So you know. have you always had a unicorn horn? <laughs> or is that just a sad? Josh is going to be like, and now how you feel like being tracked by the government? How you feel about that now? <laughs> there was a man named Alex Smith one time. He yelled too loud outside his house and they heard him. If you know what I mean, dude, we really haven't been in the same place in like almost, I mean, this is what three weeks now. I know, man. After we recorded. Yeah. After we recorded our last show. No, we had already had it. I was going to say when we recorded our last show, uh, we did two of them in a row. Did I have my new dog then? Um, you haven't seen the dog. Have you? No, I hadn't touched him or anything. I think maybe (laughs) like, I think maybe the last time I came over, yeah. he may have been there, but when I just, like, you were just, okay, we'll go upstairs. Yeah. I don't know where his ass would have been, but maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We've had it for about three weeks now, so uh, cute little. over it since then, so maybe uh, the wife had him somewhere yeah, or something. maybe. Cute little thing, little Maltese shit zoo. But, you know, I was thinking, Josh, for all the crap that I get for being so, you know, uh, you, you call me rich and you say, you know, I've got these butlers. Oh, yeah, and, you got money. That's why I call you rich. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, you know, part of your name, but either way, there is one person on this podcast right now that feeds his dogs steaks. Just oh, freshly God. and not only feeds them, has them grilled to perfect medium rare temperature. You're fucking up by saying perfect, medium, rare. <laughs> what do you wait? Do you don't? You're not one of those people that eat your steak well done, are you? Oh God, no! I fucking go way beyond that. Like uh, I make it to where it's, it's, it's the most detached thing from a bloody steak that it could ever be. Like really well done is what I do. Shit! That is terrible. Yeah. I mean, I could just. I can give you my belt if you want to come over here and be the same thing. <laughs> you can just chew on that. So you're like maybe even one of those types that, you know, somebody says, hey, can you give me some A1 sauce? And you're like, sir, they're like, sir, you're eating your wallet right now. That's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, do you have A1 thick and hearty? Yeah. Or I don't even want no fucking A1. I want to tell you, if you do a steak well enough, man, and you cook it medium rare, you don't need no steak sauce. Just some salt and some garlic salt. That's it. 
there's nothing more magical than fucking like and even dude i'm one of the weird ones like i either want 59 it's best choice brand 59 sauce 59 sauce. Yeah. <laughs> oh you don't say it's a knockoff <laughs> yeah <laughs> half the price too imagine that but it's literally way better than heinz 57 oh is it but, it's like two yeah. two two percent better <laughs> it's at least two points better no but seriously it's not as like overpowering like the taste is really it's nice right but uh a1 thick and hardy man it's completely different i mean a1 you know, thick and jeff hardy <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah so i was grilling at this point it was a couple of weeks ago yeah because i was going to talk about it a couple of weeks ago on the show it just, so it's we're about three weeks out yeah at this point but um i grilled man i was feeling good you know i was like yeah about to get this fucking surgery done you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm gonna be moving on you know i'm feeling good like i'll just grill out and have a good time I mean, it was just me <laughs> it was like my wife she went to work that night no kids were there because uh, uh just the way it fell and I said, I'm just going to get like three New York strip thin steaks and I'm going to cook them. And one for and me, one for you, and one for my dog. <laughs> no. All three for my dog. <laughs> That's not how it went. So I grilled and like, dude, you know how it is whenever you grill. It's a whole fucking process. Like from the time you start building the fucking fire until you get that final steak or that piece of meat on the plate taking it inside you're not done yeah so i'm about an hour wrapped up in this process you know from like building it cooking the steaks setting them down you know closing the grill and just letting it kind of die down I, I waited on the porch it felt good that night i was listening to some fucking pink floyd and shit you know just man i was <laughs> on the porch fucking grooving man and my dog was out there, you know, she'd been kind of feeling down, you know, she's had some stuff going on and, um, she was feeling good that night. You know, she was like barking at shit, <laughs> fucking running all over the yard, you know, acting barking like a puppy again. Yeah. I was, I was super happy, you know, like with everything, my, my mood, everything was, all the stars were aligned. My asshole's going to get fixed. I got three steaks and my dog's acting right again. Yeah, dude. Everything. Like I said, I guess I got fucking enchanted by that Pink Floyd or something because <laughs> 45 minutes went by and I'm still sitting out there. And I don't know. It was like I was listening to uh, the song Sheep or whatever <laughs> off of the Animals album. I was already on Sheep. If that tells you motherfuckers how long I was into that Pink Floyd album, it was like fucking 40 minutes, you know? Right. And I'm like, steak, fuck sheep, steak. <laughs> yeah. That's what you do all the time. Fuck sheep and have some steak. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, steak, where did I put them? <laughs> <laughs> as soon as that thought went through my head, where did I put them? Yeah. I hear <laughs> i said oh no oh no fuck no please no and i stand up <laughs> like you already knew i mean i you know you already knew. i didn't i honestly didn't remember 
that I had set the stakes on the chair in front of me. But it was in the chair in front of me that was facing away from me, so the back of the chair was facing me. I right. couldn't see shit. You know, where you put your stakes in a non well in a really well hidden place. Well, either way, I put the motherfuckers in that chair and I took a picture of that of yeah. the aftermath. My dog with her big ass tongue was licking the grease off of the plate. She ate three steaks. And you know, like I said, my dog has been like down health wise, you know, and I'm all sure that. three greasy steaks will get her back into the sweet. Like she was like a damn uh uh, uh I mean a rejuvenated puppy. I mean, she ate all three of the steaks and not only, I mean, that's how I knew she was feeling good. Cause she hadn't been eating that much up until, you know, a day before that. Right. And that all, but confirmed to me, like this bitch is feeling wonderful <laughs> because not only, cause I was only going to, I was only prepared to put down like one and a half of them. Right. And her stomach's at least half the size of mine. <laughs> and she's got know? half the stomach that you do. <laughs> <laughs> and she's half the dog that I am. <laughs> but yeah, she put them all down. I took the picture and I sent it to you. Yeah. And I said what I said in that picture. And, I think I said something like, fuck my life. I just spent an hour <laughs> grilling three steaks for this fucking dog. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, uh, my wife, she posted that shit on Facebook. Yeah, I posted a thing under there. I was like, well, our first 15 minutes of the next show will be the, about this. And your, yeah. and your mom wrote, really? <laughs> like... And, and and I think she was being facetious because I've told her like 8,000 times. I was like, yeah, I talk about you guys all the time. <laughs> oh, Joshua. <laughs> you don't talk don't about daddy and his big dick it. all the time, do you? <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. I do not. No, ma'am. He'd kill you if you ever found out. <laughs> he heard you on the podcast bragging on him again. <laughs> You better get the hell out of there. Out of him. Yeah, he knows where he at. He's getting in his Bronco. Come over there. <laughs> yeah. I'm you better run barefoot strong. to Richard's house. <laughs> yeah. I would, dude. I would barefoot run. You just Fuck see him man. come around the corner. You're like, shit. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to slip a disc in this son of a bitch now. I'm too old for this shit. I got to go off-road. Well, fuck, he's in a Bronco. That can go off-road, too. Right, so I'm fucked. Like, unless I get literally in Shit Creek and run to your house and jump that bridge, like, I I'm not escaping the Broncos. <laughs> he's, he's... But, uh, man, like, uh, I had another shitty experience. With what? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> this show has been Josh Aaron his grievances about shitty experiences. Well, I was waiting on you to go to a segment, but like, oh, I will. I've got one right here pulled up. Hey, go on then. What hey, was the now, now? I'm wondering <laughs> what was the shitty experience. Oh, I mean, I can make it short if you want me to. <laughs> well, but it, it was it was a big thing in my life last weekend for real. Like, All right. So, are you aware of the place Tacos for Life? Yes. You know, they do the whole thing, like, the percentage of your 
purchase is donated to uh, charity and blah, 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 blah. It's supposed to be a feel-good type thing going on. Right. That is not what happened whenever I went there Saturday. I left there Saturday like, and dude. I need a refund. (laughs) Not only. You're literally taking money out of poor Jose's hands. (laughs) (laughs) Not only did I get a refund. Right. But. But I told them what the fuck I thought, you know, and man, I don't feel bad because I gave them a chance. You know, that's the way food service works for me. Yeah. Like, you know, they have a number thing. You place your order and they give you a little, uh, like a numbered thing to stick up on a, like an antenna on the table. So they know what your number is to bring your fucking food to the plate. Or right. the table or whatever. Right, I got and you. So my number's there the whole time. And 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 that's one thing that, that I want to point out. Like, the number's there the whole time because whenever I went up to get a refund, I handed them the number back. So my wife, she's we're, we're waiting there, you know, we're waiting maybe like five minutes. They bring her food. And the guy looks at me and he's like, I'll be bringing your food here shortly, sir. I'm like, okay, great. Maybe 15 minutes passes <laughs> from that point. <laughs> my, wife's my wife's done. Like, my wife's like, uh, I think they forgot you. Like, <laughs> you may want to go say something. Right. And at this point, dude, you know me. You know, you know what type of person I am. An like, asshole, really? <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. I'm, I'm not very complicated, you know. But what I am fucking, uh, you know, serious about, I'm very demanding in that seriousness. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to be providing a service for me, then I expect you to do it, you know? (laughs) And, like... This is the same talk your wife got on her honeymoon, by the way. (laughs) Oh, man. No, seriously. No, I got you. Like, the number's still there. Yeah. You know, you know... You know you ain't delivered all the motherfucking food because if you did, you'd have took the number. Anybody seen twenty so, seven? <laughs> Where's twenty seven? I waited. I waited and I watched everybody around me get my their food uh-huh. and all that. And it was maybe like thirty minutes went by, and my wife she kept saying, "I think they forgot you, baby. Maybe she go <laughs> ask him, baby. Maybe you should fucking yeah yeah." yeah. That like, pisses no. you off too, don't it? It really did because, yeah. like, in my mind, it's like, that motherfucking number's still up there. <laughs> they know they're not done. They're just fucking with me. That's the way I feel, you know? Because it's it's a very simple system. I don't work there, Richard, and yeah. I already know what the gimmick is. Until that number is taken off of that motherfucking antenna bullshit, you're not done, you know? It's very simple. Like, so... My wife, I, I told her, I was like, I felt like the Wicked Witch of the goddamn West. I was like, <laughs> the hourglass has turned. It turned whenever he delivered your food. And that motherfucker ain't quit turning. And it's going to quit turning whenever <laughs> you get done eating. And if, in fact, you take that last bite and I don't have my shit on this fucking table, I'm going up there. And I'm going to fucking get my money back and I'm going to tell them what the fuck I think. <laughs> so basically you said, if I ain't going to have a meal, I'm going to ruin yours too. 
Well, I didn't really see it that way, but now that you say it like that. Right. As soon as you're done eating, I'm going to raise shit. Go ahead. Finish your meal. He's eating like a fucking sloth. I don't want problems. Want, she's still wanting to go shopping yeah. afterwards. She's like, I don't want problems. But it's 9.30 oh, and I've been working on this burrito for two hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, we didn't go to fucking Ross. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because man. I, I, I waited and she took the last bite. And I'm looking at my phone. I'm like trying to avoid the situation. Right. <laughs> like it's going to help. Right. But, and she just kind of looks over at me. Well, I'm done, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. Yeah. And I fucking stand up like I'm going to fucking Nam and get on the bus and shit. I'm like, I snatched that number 49 off of that son of a bitch. And I'm like, well, going to get my money back. They're already on like 204. Dude, literally every motherfucker got their food around me. And people ate and then got up and left that was behind me in line. Yeah. Like it was that long of a thing. So... Man, I was so fucking like, I was like pissed, but I was pissed to the point of like a, like a parent where the only child stays out till like fucking five in the morning. Right. And they didn't mean calling. You don't answer because you're trying to get some pussy and, <laughs> and they think you're dead and they're right. like, I'm fucking trying to call. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but. but Man, I was so fucking mad. And I went and I talked to three different people. And what pissed me off about it was the first guy that I talked to, I assume he was like the manager or whatever, but he didn't know how to run the register. And he was like, what's the problem? I handed him the number 49. I was like, uh, you brought my wife's food out. I've never received my food. She's done eating. Time's up. I'm leaving. I want my money back. Let me go get somebody else, sir. <laughs> no fucking sorry. No. Uh, right. Damn. I hate that we did that to you, man. None of that right. shit. Let me go get somebody Let else. Let me go get somebody else. I'll sir. be right back. Wait one second. <laughs> That's literally what I got. So what does dude go and get? He doesn't go get the manager for me. Right. Who would be the logical person to go get? The manager. Yeah, and if not the manager, then the assistant, assistant manager, manager, correct? Yeah. The assistant manager probably yes. be second. This motherfucker <laughs> went and got the goddamn drive through <laughs> attendant. This is Jim. He, to me. This is Jim. He mops our floors normally, but he knows how to jimmy this cash box. Oh, gonna, no. He's going to get your money back for you, sir. No, 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 no. I talked to Trina. Trina was a semi-attractive fucking drive through window person <laughs> who the whole time that she's fucking asking me what's going on, she's taking the motherfucker at the goddamn uh, microphone's order. <laughs> so she's only half-ass paying attention to me. Which is further pissing my ass off. So she's reading the back or the order back to the person and getting it all messed up. So you and wanted two cocksuckers, motherfucker? <laughs> so what happened? Uh, that, they never brought you your food? Like, they didn't bring you anything? I was like, no, ma'am. Uh, they brought me the Hawaiian shrimp tacos. That was my wife's meal. They did not bring me my meal. So, like, do you want the food? Like, no. No, 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 no. I'll, I just want my money back. Your time's up. 
okay, uh, I can't give you the money back. The register's locked up. Let me go get the manager. And, like, literally, I'm thinking, bitch, why didn't you do that in the first goddamn place? <laughs> if you knew you were going to have to give me a refund, you knew I said that from the get-go. That's what I want. <laughs> like, the dude told you, but no, you're taking orders from outside. That's why you wasn't paying attention. And that's why you don't know what the fuck I want. <laughs> so she went and got the, the, the fucking manager, and I had to tell this story over again. <laughs> <laughs> Just like my asshole, I'm getting fucking tired yeah. of talking about it. You know what I mean? Not only right. am I tired of talking about it, I'm fucking hungry right. as a son of a bitch right and now. now my wife, like a goddamn werewolf. And now my wife's going to be pissed off because we ain't going to Ross. <laughs> <laughs> they had to sell some goddamn purses. Like she had a closet full of purses. What the fuck? But she's going to have a goddamn attack if she don't get a fucking purse. But... Dude, like the per the the lady and you know, I didn't mention that the second lady, the drive through attendant. I think I'm not certain, but I think she told me that she was sorry. Oh, about the situation. I yeah. think I couldn't swear on it. I couldn't <laughs> swear on my soul that she told me that. Which first, you know, it kept further pissing me off because I couldn't remember if she told me that she was sorry or not. And I'm like, these motherfuckers don't care, you know, and. <laughs> Like, I'm getting pumped up on the inside, you know? <laughs> and the lady, the manager, she never told me that she was sorry. Yeah. The only thing she said was, maybe, like, you know, could you just wait five minutes and <laughs> I'll give you your money back and then I'll give you the food for free? I said, no, ma'am. Uh, we only had so much time to eat and that time's over. My wife's already finished her meal. I want my money back. <laughs> and, like, Seriously, I'm just, I'm a man of principle. Right. Like, fuck it. I'm super hungry, but I don't want your goddamn shit. I told my wife in the argument whenever we were leaving. <laughs> yeah, because there's going to be an argument. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because we're not going to Ross. <laughs> right. <laughs> you want to go to Ross? I'm sitting in the fucking car. Night's fucked. And, it's already and, over with. Dude, she got so mad when I revealed, because she didn't know when we left the restaurant. She was like, well, we need to get on Facebook and talk about these motherfuckers. And then when I told them, when I told her that the goddamn manager offered to fucking uh, give me the money back and then me just wait five minutes and get the food, my meal for free. Right. And I turned it down because I was pissed. She got super heated. <laughs> I'm talking about like fucking david schultz like, <laughs> you don't wait five minutes that's double hand slap wheel, motherfucker. and then i ain't gonna get my goddamn purse either dude that's an open hand slap right there that's an open hand slap how do you feel about that no seriously like hand to god i told my wife i was so pissed off i could have fucking like dude there's only probably two people that have me in the lifetime promo department. That's Lawler and Flair. Like the promo <laughs> that I cut. Like I at one point I literally told her. I said I don't. I was so into the damn argument. I said I don't give a goddamn if Fernando De Soto him fucking self <laughs> comes down here and fixes me a taco. I ain't taking it from them. Fuck them. Like I was super pissed. Baby, who's Fernando De Soto? <laughs> It's probably not appropriate to be saying that kind of stuff. 
know, like culturally, but fuck it, man. I was so pissed. Yeah, when like, you said the only two people that had you beat in the promo department was Flair and uh, Lawler, I was like, did you use that one line from Lawler that he used in that promo where he called that one guy the F word? <laughs> <laughs> did you say that? Dur- I ain't got time to wait for F words like y'all to make my taco. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I started talking about uh, uh, if you were going to go to Space Mountain, you wouldn't be going up that way, motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, I was so fucking mad. Uh, and like I said, it started a fucking whole oh, deal. Yeah. It started a whole. You know how like arguments are after you've been like together. I just I just assumed like that it was seven, a, eight years. I just assumed you know? when you said we didn't go to Ross that that was there was an ordeal. <laughs> man as a man that's been married 15 years (laughs) yeah so like you know what the fuck that was like not only because you know like um like in earthquakes there's always aftershocks yeah dude this motherfucking thing lasted for over a day (laughs) and i'm talking about like you know how my house is set up i slept on the fucking couch oh wow because yeah, I slept on the couch and everything. Was that out of anger, or were you just too messed up to make it to the bedroom? No, I was just, I was pissed, and, yeah. and she was determined, like, you know, after we said what she said. The final thing that I said to her for, like, a day was she's like, this could have all been avoided. And I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. This could have been avoided. <laughs> and I didn't say shit for a day. <laughs> Because in my mind, I was thinking, yeah, if I didn't fucking go in the first goddamn place, and I would have stayed in the bed and just stayed surfing YouTube, we'd be putting up with this shit. That's literally what I was thinking. But I just said, yeah, you're right. It could have been avoided. Good comeback. Right? But yeah, I didn't talk to her for like a day, though. Well, hey, we've got two things on the docket. Let's get to those real quick. First off, Josh, I got a scam call I want to play you. Uh, This guy, I forgot what his name was. I think he says it in a minute. They called me, Josh, because there was some suspicious activity on my Amazon account. This is the first one I've had for this one. Uh, You know, usually it's the car warranty. Amazon, that's new. Yeah. Usually it's car warranty. This one was somebody had purchased some stuff on my, my Amazon account, and... They were trying to get me to go to a website. Well, here, let, let's listen to it. Department, thank you. Hello. Hi. Hello. 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 Hi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. <I> <laughs> Hello. Hey. Hey. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Is it coming through loud enough there? To me, no. Oh, okay. Let me let me see. Maybe I didn't play the right one. Department, thank you. There we go. That one was good. Hello. Hi. Hello. 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 Hi. Yeah. Hi. Oh, dang it. Hello. Let's go. Department, thank you. That guy got super un British. Yeah. This might be something we have to do next week. For some reason, the sound isn't coming through too loud, and I can't blare him without blaring you. <laughs> so, uh, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. You play. No, no, no. We can't do that now. We'll just do it next week, but we do have one other thing we need to get to. Uh, we're, we'll do this one for sure next week when you're here. Well, in... just like sticking the tip in. Yeah. What are you doing? 
Well, just remind me next week we got to do this. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey. 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 Hello. All right. We'll do it next week. But, Josh, we did get an email before we go. We did get an email from our old buddy, uh, Mr. Levon. Mr. Levon called us. <laughs> yes. No, Mr. Levon uh, sent us a message and he's. Uh, oh, Lancer. Yeah, Lance uh, sent us a message. He said, hey, man. Uh, hey, guys. Been getting caught up on the show, and despite you generally biased, your, gen- your generally biased take on P- AEW, P3 is a majestic brilliance, and I'm glad BT turned me on to y'all. Uh, are Yankees allowed to say y'all? <laughs> Anyways, had a. The answer is no. You no. Know, <laughs> you guys is what you have to have. <laughs> you all. You, you all are you guys. Uh, anyways. Had a thought, maybe for underneath the mics or whatever it's called, which we don't do that anymore, so he hadn't caught up to that part yet. (laughs) Since I came on late, I don't know where all the various sound bites in your intro came from, basically. Uh, Would love to hear a recap of each one in the order they appear in the theme song, and I yearn for it. Uh, other, other newcomers might as well, just a thought. I think that's a pretty good idea. You know, we've got the intro right here, Josh. That is a fair assessment. I mean, like. We'll, we'll, <laughs> hello? 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 We'll run hello? <laughs> We'll run through the uh the song and we'll pause it after every one and maybe we can go into some little detail about it, okay? Yeah, that'd so, be good. Here we go. Well, hold up. <laughs> it's not working. Let me You're reset. fucking liar. Let me reset hello? it here. All right, here we go. Welcome to P3 Radio. I know who that is. All right, that is my daughter. And that was about, what, three years ago. She would have been four or five years old when she recorded that. So She sounds every bit of eight. Yeah, <laughs> well, now she's eight. But she she was about four or five when she recorded that. She recorded, welcome to P3 Radio, and then I edited around it. So, And she also does our intros. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. All right. That is... Brother, you don't know who that is. (laughs) That was from the uh, first interview we had with Bill Dundee, uh, the one before he acted like he didn't know who Brian Christopher was. (laughs) I don't know who the fuck he was, brother. I rode in a car with him one time. (laughs) I don't think we ever... I kept asking, who are you, brother? Did we ever talk about that on the show? We were I mean, doing we were I, doing the Brian uh, tribute show, and before I, mean, I think we talked a lot about. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we've ever said it on the show. Well, Bill was like, I'd sent Bill a message like, "Hey, this is what we're doing," and he was like, "All right, sounds you, great, brother." You've said something about this on uh, one of BT's Patreon deals. Yeah, so everybody hasn't heard about this. No, so we were like, "Hey, B- uh, Bill, you want to do this thing we're doing for Brian? We're gonna inter- interject clips from when he did his interview with us." And try to throw in interviews we had. I mean, it was probably one of our most star-studded ones because we had like Dr. Tom, your uncle, Jeff Jarrett, um, Headbanger Thrasher. Like we had Summer a, Sanders. Something. No, no, we didn't have her on there. But we had a lot of people on that one episode talking about their stories with Brian. Uh, so. Um, oh yeah, you're just talking about the interviews. I'm sorry, I was. Yeah. So, yeah, just just the people talking about we had yeah. Uh, a lot of people on the tribute show. Yeah. And, you know, 
It was really special. <laughs> That's what it's called when Josh interrupts without knowing what he's interrupting. <laughs> when that second beer kicks in. <laughs> well, no, I was just thinking, and then I was like, shit, he was talking. <laughs> like I, was, my, I was thinking. In. I, I was, was thinking, like, but I wasn't listening to what he was saying. <laughs> I'll just shut up. It was like that one time I laughed out loud in class, and everybody looked at me, and they were. I, fa- I was laughing at a joke I'd heard the night before, but they were talking. <laughs> about somebody right, swallowing man, bleach <laughs> yeah they were like i remember my one of my good friends you know him jared jared uh i won't say his last name but he's like related yeah, he's to you cousin. yeah <laughs> i remember laughing in class and him going that's not funny richard my sister drank bleach once <laughs> I was like, God bless her. she yeah. has reproduced yeah she's so, fine. like she it's all good yeah <laughs> it ain't no residual (laughs) so anyways yeah so we called bill and we're like we were like hey bill you want to do a show we're talking about brian he's like oh that sounds good brother i'll be on the blah 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 blah, you know whatever so we get we give bill a call and even in the pre-interview we're like hey we're gonna give you we're gonna you know talk to you about brian and everything all right well how long you want to go on this um you know 15 minutes maybe okay brother and that was that was the end of it. Like <laughs> we hit record. Yeah, that's the end of the info. We hit record and we talked to him for about twenty minutes. We might have had a three minute story in there. If you go back and listen to Bill talking we on there, literally had to start talking about mid south wrestling. <laughs> to get, like more talk out of him because. But it was, we hit record. Shut it down. <laughs> we hit record. It was like, what was your thoughts about Brian? I never knew the guy, brother. <laughs> he was fucking John Gotti yeah. when he was having that deposition from the government before he went to prison. Like, yeah. I evoke my right to plead the Fifth Amendment <laughs> as constituted by me from the United States Constitution. <laughs> like, I, damn, think, dude. I think one point I asked him in the interview, I was like, Brian told us this story about how you came up to him when he was wearing a mask and nobody knew who he was and you were giving him grief for not taking his mask off. Well, I don't remember that, brother. <laughs> well, that's great. Next question. <laughs> and then we turned the mics off. And we're like, he was like, it's crazy what's going on with that thing and <laughs> with that jail, brother. I think King's going to have a hell of a lawsuit on his hands. More to it than the stories out there, brother. <laughs> and you're like, where the hell was this five minutes ago? <laughs> Let me hit record. <laughs> yeah, I hit record and you forget the guy existed. I, I hit stop and it's like, <laughs> let me tell you some more stuff about him, brother. <laughs> all right so so but that that the monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding in the organ handle was just a it made sense in the moment but out of context we thought it was hilarious so here we go the next one all right that came from that's a dark memory that we don't want to talk about that that came from the episode where josh got really hammered and passed out on his that was the event Yes. That I got really hammered. Yeah. And uh, before he passed out, he was, that was his, his comments to me was just going, brother, <laughs> brother, 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 brother. <laughs> like I turned into superstar Billy Graham on commentary yeah. at SummerSlam 88. <laughs> Having a stroke. <laughs> brother, brother, brother. And stuck in one word. <laughs> but that's all he said. That's a hell like, of a turn right there, brother. For 15 minutes, that's all he said. As I turned the wrong way, going the wrong way from our house, (laughs) going even further, when in my mind, I'm just like, I got to get this guy home. 
he's going to pass out on me. I've got to get this guy home. You can vomit in my car. I take a right turn instead of a left that puts me back on the interstate with no outlet to turn around for a good three miles. <laughs> so I had to drive six miles out of the way. <laughs> All right, let's see. Here we go. <laughs> I fly, bro. That is never stopping. All right. I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Was a video clip we watched where this guy was, was he jumping off uh, base jumping? No, this guy, he's a wingsuiter. He, uh, he has the uh, wing. He's a wingsuit pilot. Like Rocky and, or from Rocky and Bullwinkle, like the flying squirrel. Dude, um, it was a whole elaborate thing that uh, HBO filmed and stuff. And one of his dear friends, the guy, I, I forget his name. His name is pretty much <laughs> badass. He's just a badass. But um, was <laughs> no the guy. Uh, the guy that's saying that. His dear friend, like his one of his best friends, died, like while wingsuiting while they were filming all that stuff for the show. Yeah. And the comment before that, they said, "So, um, do you think that you'll ever put on the wingsuit again and fly?" And blah blah blah. And he just looks at the camera and he says, "I fly, bro. That is never stopping <laughs> <laughs> until I die, bro." Like they literally just ask him about his dead friend who died <laughs> doing the act that they're questioning him about. Yeah. And his answer is I fly, bro. That is never stopping. <laughs> <laughs> Monumental right. statement. Here we go. Truck goes to Dwayne. <laughs> All right. So truck goes to Dwayne was one of our staple episodes. I feel like if you're listening to this, you probably already know, but I think I can't remember what episode it was. It's even labeled truck goes to Dwayne. Uh, so go back and listen to that one. That was one where Josh 58 was 58 or 59. Yeah. Uh, Josh was talking up his dad a lot that week. Like just, you know, if there was a week where he was like, he had that dad pride, <laughs> something I've never <laughs> felt, <laughs> but if there was a week, he no, had it like that, a year and a half that. Yeah. So, and I joke that the truck, you know, he was doing it to try to get his dad's Bronco. And then in the middle, I just ad lib the truck's going to Dwayne. <laughs> well, Dwayne's, my cousin, my first cousin, Uncle Danny's son. Yes. And uh, he's the son that my father always yeah. wanted. Yeah, he's the most so, loved person in your family, let's be honest. Oh, definitely. Like, if there was a mayor of the Browley and Ray household type thing. Yeah. Oh, he he's the mayor. He's the mayor. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> cool story, bro. All right. Cool story, bro, is Conrad Thompson reacting to my horrible Jim the Hamill Nightheart impersonation. <laughs> or was it Jim? <laughs> We're coming for you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was pretty good, but I think it was episode like what sixteen. It was one of our first ones. Episode, or yeah, maybe. Uh, I think it was seven. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was one of our first ones because I was blown away that Conrad Thompson had agreed to do little old nobody's podcast. <laughs> right. But uh, but yeah, so. I thought so, you were bullshitting when you texted me. <laughs> also, we got Summer Sanders, Olympic gold medalist, and a Super Bowl champion. The guests have kind of dropped off since then. <laughs> hey, it's just like marriage, man. You throw that big dick energy into the first few ones, and then by like round 300, you're just fucking. You're talking one and to done. dangerous Danny Davis. <laughs> one and done. You just, hold up. You're getting hey, stood up. I got a wet wipe for you. <laughs> you're getting stood up by dangerous Danny Davis. <laughs> Which is something I don't know if we ever talked about. All right. I think we have. Maybe. Here we go. Footy pajamas. 
All right, Footy Pajamas was a commercial we did. Um, Episode 65? Yeah, where Josh and me were trying to sell our latest sponsor, which was uh, Bigfoot Pajama Company. Big, BigfeetPajamaCompany.com. Yep. So uh, They don't exist anymore. Do they not? <laughs> no, I don't that, think so. That commercial we did for them really helped them out. So. Yeah, two years ago, man. <laughs> yeah, it, which was super funny. It was the whole episode was just us trying to cut that commercial. Trying to, to cut uh, two commercials, I think it was. Yeah. Here we go. Hey, genius, it's, three, it's 2 p.m. Central. All right, so. <laughs> that's Dr. Steve that's, accosting us. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, after, that was before we interviewed Dr. Steve uh, the first time. The only, you know, like he's become a friend of the show kind of, you know. He's called in and done some things for us. He's had us on XM when we had our one-year anniversary. He, We've uh, been on, ironically, We've been on his shows more than he's been on ours. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was him basically calling, giving us a little razzing because the first time I inter- uh, scheduled to interview him, I was so blown away because this is a guy that talks to Howard Stern. You know what I mean? This is a doctor he's that, in the mix with all of them. Yeah, like Burt Kreischer, uh, any major comedian you've heard lately, he's talked to him. Like he's just he's in the entertainment world and he's really he's a really awesome dude. Um, well, the thing about Dr. Steve is he's in with the people that like the podcast crowd. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the, like all the stars that have ever had anything to do with like radio or fucking the podcast world. He's in the upper echelon. Yeah. So, uh, that was him basically. He never met us before, but he knew I was a big fan. You, we were from Tennessee, which he's from East Tennessee. And, uh, he just, uh, that was him going, Hey genius. It's, it's, he, he was trying to say it's 2 PM, which was supposed to be the time we were doing it, uh, or 3 PM. And and then he was like 2 PM central, but we just thought it was funny because he was trying to razz us, but screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> it was equipment failure. Imagine that shit. Yeah. PG three radio. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that might be from episode two, I think. Right. Nope wrong is that episode, episode one episode one the numero uno the woman saying pg3 radio so that ain't just any woman no i know her name do you want me to say no that? no don't say her name don't say her name she's a, a facebook friend still yes she's still a good friend of ours i, I actually Super big wrestling fan yes. in the area goes to um all the a wrestling lot shows of the wrestling uh in the area of west tennessee yeah you Super can, be, you can give her first name Sheila. Sheila. So, she's, yeah. she's a good woman. So Sheila called because we were doing this contest on our first show trying to give away a Triple H DVD, which it was just. That the, I had in my, on my, my fucking DVD collection, no, collecting dust. No, it was mine. I had it in Seriously? mine. Yes. Well, I had a. Dude, it was unopened. I got it off my no. shelf. I bought it at Kmart. No, mine was unopened because it came in a pack with uh, another well, DVD. Dude, that's just going to be a disputed fact. <laughs> Anyways, she was the only one that called in, and we we were trying to record the show and say, "Hey, you know how radio stations do this little thing? You know, will you say our 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 name?" And she was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "So, so Sheila, if you're happy with your you, you, you know these this prize, <laughs> who's the person that's who's the who's the team the podcast that's bringing it to you?" And she said, PG3 Radio. And I go, no, let's try that again. It's P3 Radio. Oh, okay. PG Radio. And then then she finally said it again. PG3 Radio. And I think you can actually hear me go, nope. Nope. (laughs) That's not it. (laughs) 
but it was just so iconic it just made me laugh and we've, uh, we've we've kept it in this whole time it's the only thing that the only other thing that has seen as many shows as we have is that voice <laughs> really and dude why not uh, couldn't have picked a better fan man no she's, she's awesome lifetime fan yeah she's awesome here we go here's your host josh friday Okay. I can't remember what episode number this is, but it's one of my favorites, that's, Josh. That's where uh Freddie's front yard slaughterhouse. That was a story that I, I think I think I found that out last year, so whatever fifty two episodes. That was in the book of secrets like what? that you divulged or whatever. You said your mom had like a fucking no, no, no. So like before my, shit before, still no, <laughs> before my aunt had passed away, she had, she had gotten stories from everybody. And one of the stories that was going around, she, she put them all in this big binder like thing. I think everybody got one. I think I've got some one somewhere. Um, but she had stories from the whole family, just stuff that they remembered growing up in, in, you know, our family. And yeah. somebody had wrote about, the time that they had slaughtered a cow in the front yard, hung it from a tree. <laughs> and the whole story basically was about how, you know, they had pigs at the, they had pigs <laughs> in the truck <laughs> with the cow. And like, how did they load the cow into the back and of the somehow truck? Somehow in our story, it turned into a fucking Datsun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Single cab pickup. <laughs> And at some point, we were. <laughs> this story still makes me laugh. My mom said she was so embarrassed, but she was talking about they had the ki- the pigs in there with them, and we're like, shit, the pigs. How did they have all that room in that little Datsun? <laughs> Big ass cow stomping on them and shit. And then we were like, when did they kill the cow? Because you can't imagine if the cow fell out of the truck after you shoot him. You try to get a dead weight cow back into a truck. Or or what if it fell on one of the pigs? And, and Josh's imitation was like, get him off the pig, Freddie. Get him off the pig. He's going to spoil that meat. He's going to spoil that meat. <laughs> Still, tonight I may have to go back and listen to that episode just because. Um, so yeah, here we go. And as I put you down, my pants ripped. And that's going back to uh, you know, me getting Josh into his house and ripping my pants that Josh still hasn't paid me for. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> bringing up oh shit and then the last i think the last two or three clips were just stuff i had in the original intro so it's showtime it's showtime it's showtime yeah that was just stuff we had in the original intro josh um in the original intro if you've ever listened to it it was just uh what was it it was the um uh, Green Powder Day, Toast Man. yeah, Powder Toast Man. It was just clips Matthew from McConaughey. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Old <Thunder> Pussy Sun. <laughs> yeah, uh, but then we replaced it with clips from our shows. So, right. Uh, but yeah, that's where all the clips come from. There is some gems in there. If you could find the one about Freddy's front yard slaughterhouse, go and listen to that. If you just love just old redneck stories, because that was that was one of them. (laughs) 
it's never, I mean, like, you can't convince me that that was the best option. <laughs> fucking slaughter the goddamn cow live in the side yard in Bemis, Tennessee. Like, <laughs> dude, fucking people avoiding the highway pass through this area. Like, what the hell? Can you imagine those people that going to live at those fucking high fluting houses out north? And just seeing a cow mooing as you're as Freddie slit his throat with a pocket knife. Uncle Freddie and Gerald are fucking Gerald's uh, holding the throat, holding the head while fucking Uncle Freddie's uh, pocket knife. Uh, <laughs> hell, Gerald, that's how you slit it, huh? Those are both my uncles, by the way. They're no longer with us, but some great God stories. Bless, man. Yeah. Good man. Well, Josh, that's gonna that's gonna do it for this week. Via satellite's gonna go a little long, uh, but Josh, if they want to get a hold, and have fun, man. Yeah. Well, we're gonna try to do this next week in studio. But Josh, where can they go if they want to get in touch with us, just like old Lancer did? Well, if you're on Twitter, we're at P3 Radio, the number one. On Facebook, putting up search bar Pop Poncho, and you'll find our profile picture. And if you want to get with us the way Old Answer did via text message, or if you want to call in, leave us a voicemail, you never know, might embarrass you, play it on the show. Our number is 731 300 6675. Well, that's going to do it for us. For Josh Brawley, this is Richard Mulligan saying thanks for listening and good night. <laughs>